1: john bozeka 1480 whbc welcome back in this morning friday august 6th i'm gonna go to the phone line here and talk to someone who has joined the show uh numerous times throughout the time that we've had it and obviously today being the last day we wanted to get him on and uh have him talk this morning that is congressman tim ryan that we welcome into the program congressman how are you
0: doing great. Congratulations on everything. And, uh, you know, we're going to miss you, but we're not going to lose you. So we're excited for your career, buddy.
1: Thanks. I appreciate that. Congressman we will obviously still be in touch. And I, I appreciate that as well. Um, a couple of different things I wanted to get to you with, uh, or get to, uh, with you today is, uh, the, the situation of the mask mandate, uh, at the Capitol building, uh, this continues to be an ongoing, problem and i guess i don't really understand it and i know that uh you kind of came down on on someone the other day for for making this discussion i know with senator mccarthy that you came down on but um this is this is an ongoing problem isn't it
0: well look let me just be very clear i we try not to use the word hate too much i hate wearing a mask i mean it it's it's terrible and the go from like Wearing it and not wearing it to having to put it on again is terrible. Um, but there are circumstances where, uh, you know, for example, in Congress, where the attending physician, who is a Navy doctor and has been for a long time, uh, said that, well, if 435 people are gathering in a in a space for potentially 90 minutes to two hours at a time, and some of those members of Congress are coming from hot spots where there are significant high rates of uh, the Delta variant, we should put masks on because then members of Congress will then leave that chamber and go back to their homes and potentially have young kids with autoimmune issues or parents who are older and and vulnerable we should wear masks. And I just, you know, like, look, there's no big political statement here. It's just about being considerate, being you know, considerate of other people in the circumstances they may be in. And to have people like using this as somehow some big political thing, I think is a disservice to the American people. It's a distraction from the real issues about creating jobs and getting wages up and making sure that, you know, people are, you know, have some breathing room economically. You can't focus on that. if We've got a bunch of people running around, lighting their masks on fire, making some kind of big political statement that to me is a big nothing burger And, uh, you know, again, we have to be responsible. And, and, you know, each community is different. Some circumstances you may need a mask, some you may not. But, you know, each local community needs to decide that. But if the attending physician tells us that it's in the best interest of protecting our families as we leave the chamber, then we should be considerate of that and and considerate of each other, which is how we were all raised here in, in northeast
1: Ohio. Should correct myself too. I meant to say Congressman McCarthy, who obviously was the one that you were responding yeah, to. Yeah, please that, don't give him a promotion. <laughs> um, you know, it's 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 interesting this this whole debate of the mask and of uh, you know COVID and so many of these things. It's something I've talked about so much on here, Congressman Ryan, about how we've politicized everything anymore. You know, nothing can just be what's for the good of the American people, and 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 it seems like to me that's why we're still. In this boat that we're in right now, because all that we try to do, you know, it's even like I saw Marjorie Taylor Greene the other day post on her Twitter, another weird video kind of explaining this type of thing of like, hey, like come to this side where we don't have those rules and those regulations like that whole attitude. It's it's really hurting Americans, isn't it?
0: Well, look, look at the discussion in America. Right. It's uh, and just in the Senate primary, you know, Republican primary that I'm running in They want to have a conversation about Dr. Seuss, uh, about, you know, cat ladies, you know, people who don't have children, shouldn't be running, uh, you know, running the government. And like, it's just insane. And what's frustrating for me coming from northeast Ohio, I've seen the economic damage over the last, you know, three, four decades. I, I am in the classified briefings. I see what China wants to do to us. They want to displace us. They're pumping tons of money into their military, into their infrastructure, into their uh, you know, as STEM and their education. They want to dominate the ind- industries of the future. This is a huge economic and political threat to us. And then I get out of the classified briefing, and you have people talking about Dr. Seuss and wanting to light masks on fire. And it is such a disservice to the hardworking people of our country and of our state who pay taxes and they give people power to lead the country. And I think this is an abuse of the power to, to not be focused on what, on the issues that are really important to them. And that's the most frustrating part because I'm watching China breathe down our neck and the, the lack of response and the juvenile conversations that are happening in this country you know aren't aren't going to get us to where we need to be and we're going to turn around in 20 years and china's going to be the dominant economic force we're going to not have rebuilt our economy and we're going to say why and it's because people wanted to talk about doctor seuss and cat ladies and uh, i'm not going to have any of that i'm going to provide a different alternative for people and and my bet is that most people want someone who's going to talk about jobs wages and and beating china
1: why why has that changed from that, though, to to conversations about jobs, about health care, about all those things to now people are talking about, you know, whether or not we should keep Dr. Seuss. And and I mean, even look at the response that we had from the former president about the change of Indians to guardians. I mean, you know, stuff that's stuff that's really ancillary to the country is becoming top bill and important to people. Um, when did that change like that? Congressman, when did we go from being a country that talked about the issues to um, fabricated the issues and talked about crap?
0: I think it's been a slow burn, but I think the the Internet and the social media has poisoned the atmosphere. Uh, You know, the algorithms that are on the social media that take a small interest you may have and then continue to walk you down a road uh, uh, around politics, especially. Uh, to the point where it ends with people storming the Capitol. I mean, that that to me is a lot of the, the, the problem with social media. Um, you know, I think the, the structural uh, issues around, are you a Democrat, or are you a Republican, are you blue, or are you red? And we got to realize we're all red, white, and blue, and we've got to do what's in the best interest. Do we have disagreements? Of course we do. We don't have to hate each other. We don't have to hate, I don't hate Republicans. I'm frustrated by them significantly because I think they're not focused on the conversations. I'm very proud of people like Rob Portman, who's going out of his way to try to make this infrastructure deal happen. Uh, you know, I'm proud of a guy like Anthony Gonzalez, who was able to take on his own party as someone who is, you know, I have the scars to prove taking on my own party, uh, in different ways over my career. I really respect Republicans who can say no to their own party. And so those people need to be honored and highlighted. Um, And and maybe that will help lift us out of this, you know, fog that we're in. And I think President Biden is the guy that that is starting to pull us out of this, bringing people together. But this has been going on. You know, it started with talk radio in the 90s against Bill Clinton. You know, then it became cable TV. Now it's now it's uh, social media. Um, But, you know, we've got to get people to put their phone down, get off the Internet, go volunteer. You know, go get involved in your community. Stop screaming at each other on social media and let's start rebuilding the country and the fabric of this country in our local communities. To me, that seems most important and one way to get us away from all this polarization. Because, you know, John, I mean, and you've done a great job over the years of trying to cultivate these kind of conversations is that once you talk to somebody, you start to realize look, we're all parents. You know, we're we're all, you know, citizens. We're all, you know, you know, people who have a lot more in common than not. But if you're on social media, you think you'd, you don't have anything in common with anybody. So it's yeah. about putting the phone down, getting off social media and let's start getting engaged in our
1: communities. Amen to that, Congressman. Congressman Tim Ryan on my show right here talking this morning and uh, talking about really what's what's missing right now from the, the fabric of our country and why we are. Uh, as divided as we are and, and it's interesting that you say that because i know some people that are scared to disagree with their party like i mean i'm I, I i talk to people about politics all the time and and i always wonder like if i say that i agree with something that's more republican based like how are my democratic friends going to feel about that and then if i hang out with my republican friends and i say something that's very liberal are they going to look at me completely different and that's that shouldn't be that way we shouldn't view people only based on what they voted at the last poll. But unfortunately that's that's what we become, isn't it?
0: Well, I I think it's a, to some extent, and that's what the that's what the, the national media portrays. I mean you've got, you know, you got your MSNBC and you got your Fox and you've got your websites on one side or the other. I'm proud of the fact that, you know, in the last two sessions of Congress I've been ranked in the top ten percent of the most bipartisan of uh, people in Congress, uh, number two in the state of Ohio. And I think, you know, that that people, that politicians are gonna start being rewarded uh, for coming together. I think that's what the most of the American people want. And we gotta just shift the culture. And so you, you know, for example, not just because you're a radio host, but just you're a citizen. I think somebody that holds the line and says, look, sometimes I agree with Democrats. Sometimes I agree with Republicans. Nobody's always right. Uh, you know, that can create an environment among your friends of maybe opening their minds to say, well, yeah, you know, I think these, some of these Republicans are crazy, but you know, they do have a couple of good points and, you know, whatever, in whatever those points may be. And I think that's important. You know, like David Joyce is a Republican member of Congress in Northern uh, Ohio. Him and I work very closely together on issues surrounding the Great Lakes, uh, making sure that the, the waters are healthy. You know, that that the industries are on the northern shore of our state are robust and the jobs being created through travel tourism, that all means we've got to have a good ecosystem around the Great Lakes. And him and I work together on that. And we're both Browns fans and we're both Irish and we're both Catholic. So we've got a lot in common. So why wouldn't we try to find an issue that we can, you know, work on together? And, and Rob Portman and I have worked uh, over the years on a number of issues together. Uh, beneath the radar screen doesn't get a lot of publicity. So each of us in our own way, whether it's you having a few Miller lights at the bar holding the line on your views or me in Congress trying to find some common ground with, uh, you know, with Republicans, eventually we're going shift, to shift it. I think the Senate race, you know, not to this is you know, the only thing, but I think this Senate race in Ohio, I think we're going to win this thing because I think we're getting calls from a ton of Republicans, John in Columbus, in Cleveland, in Cincinnati that want to support me over all six of the Republicans running because I'm the one talking about working with business to grow jobs, cut workers in on the deal, grow the Ohio economy, rebuild, you know, our country and our state and, and start getting factories built along the Ohio River Valley and in Northeast Ohio. And, and and so Republicans are calling me because they're sick of the conversation in their own party right now. And they see a guy like Biden and Portman and Mitt Romney, like, going to pass a big infrastructure bill. It's going to be really good. Can we do everything bipartisan? No, but I think it's important that we do. And so we're starting to see it here in Ohio. People are coming our way to to, to vote for me, to support me, to raise money for me because they want someone who's going to be a leader and and work across the aisle. And we're just going to continue to do that. And hopefully, guys like me and you can help help shift it. I'm not always right. I mean. You know, I can let you talk to my wife about that, and uh, <laughs> you know, we're just going to continue to do the best we
1: can. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I know what you're saying there. My, my <laughs> wife and I have a phrase that that she's never wrong, so uh, <laughs> I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Last thing I was going to say, you mentioned that you and uh, Congressman Joyce are both Browns fans. I was going to say, don't come near the Canton area this weekend because with the Hall of Fame and like 800 Steelers going in. This place is becoming Pittsburgh light this weekend, so so try Uh-oh. to try to stay away.
0: I was thinking of coming over, but now I got to be careful. I know, know? <laughs> I know.
1: I mean, give it give it what a couple years when Joe Thomas goes in, and then then we can come and celebrate here. I'm guessing, right?
0: Oh, I love it. And then we open the floodgates, man. And then it'll just then it'll just keep going. I mean, we got some Hall of Famers this year, so I'm so excited, John. I can't even stand it. I mean, it's just been like you, you know, long time fan and uh you know, we don't want to have the expectations too high but you know, just watching the talent here um and the coaching and the, the great draft and see oh, man, just, I'm coming out of my skin.
1: I know, I know. I'm 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 trying to be cautiously optimistic, but it's hard when you feel like you're, you know, you're finally one of the when you're finally one of the guys that can sit at the table and, and I feel like we're finally that way. Um, Congressman, I always appreciate your time. And, and like I said, we'll definitely stay in touch and, uh, text back and forth. And, and if my wife and I are ever in DC again, we'll, we'll stop by and hopefully see you sometime. Okay.
0: Absolutely. Help. I'd be, love to buy a beer. Sounds good.
1: Have a good All one, right. sir.